Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of Road Dogs Podcast. Yes, hello and welcome back. We're so happy that you are joining us today. My name is John L. and I am alongside dun, 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 dun. Amir. Yes, if you didn't know. Um, and we are we are the we are the two hosts of Road Dogs Podcast. You didn't think they knew that they, they shouldn't. Know. All right. So sometimes why did you, you have, have to. You know, you sometimes you have new guests that come into your home. Okay, gotcha. And you got to like give them the rules, like hey, can you take off your shoes? Um, can you put away your gun? Gotcha. So yeah, are those rules ones? that like when you in your home, like you have to take off your shoes? I, you know, it really depends. If I have a more carpeted home, which I've had from time to time, mm-hmm. yes, and it's like, okay, can you take off your shoes, please? Because, okay. um, you know, the, the, the kids be everywhere. Gotcha. Everywhere. Yeah. Yes. Speaking of being everywhere, um, the holidays are coming up. The holidays are coming up. Next week. Is it next week? Yes. Thanksgiving is next week. Okay. Next Thursday. Um, are you in the holiday spirit? Are you ready? Um, I mean, I already feel like we already had a holiday. Halloween? No, um, there was a Friendsgiving. Oh, yes. weekend. Yes. So, with all that cooking and all that preparing food and doing mm-hmm. this and doing that, I feel like that's been set. Yeah. I could go to Boston Market for, for all I care. Don't, I don't like how you just said that about Boston Market because, you know, I have single-handedly kept Boston Market in business these past three years. I love Boston Market, and they make really good food. And so, yes, you can go to Boston Market, get that half chicken. You can get that. Get the macaroni and cheese, and then get the yams. And then, bitch, there you go. So you know, how they, you know how they make, like, quotes of celebrities? Where they have, like, the person's picture, <laughs> and they have, like, the words <laughs> that they've said. I feel like that was a perfect quote. I love Boston Market. I really do. I really do. So, um, now let me ask you really quickly. How, on a scale of 1 to 10, how stressful was it for you um, hosting a Friendsgiving? Well, you know, I've done it before. Yeah, but I just try to block that out of my memory. (laughs) (laughs) So, I've I've done it before. I think it's a little bit. A little bit more um, stressful because I was doing multiple things at multiple times. Mm-hmm. I was doing something else completely on the same day as yeah. the Friendsgiving. But ultimately, I guess once everything kind of fell into place, it was pretty chill. Yeah. I feel like once you have all your little pieces here, here, and here, and you start drinking, it's, hey. Yeah. Okay. You drank a lot. You did have a lot to drink. How would you know? Because I was watching Okay. Are you sure you didn't have a lot to drink? No, I did have a lot to drink. Okay. Actually, I didn't have a lot to drink because I drove home. I, I stopped drinking like an hour before I knew we was about to leave so mm-hmm. I could sober up. But yeah, How responsible of me. That is very responsible. You know who do not stop drinking? No, I'm not going to put him on blast. <laughs> okay. But we had a friend that was fucked up. You know, it, I will say at least they were they were able to still walk. Barely. Barely. Because, um, I mean, I, there's been times, hey, you know, I've been drunk. And it's just like, okay, <laughs> we're at the toilet of that. Like, I'm, I'm not feeling well. Like, but What is this? What's happening here? Exactly. But, um, you know, some people have energy in general. Mm-hmm. And then when you add alcohol to it, it's extra energy. 
Yes, I agree. And it's interesting to see. <laughs> so shout out to them uh, people that it was interesting yeah. this weekend. Um, but I will say it was fun. I mean, we had, um, we played this game called Tapple. Yes. Where like you basically have to go through kind of like alphabet yeah. guessing words. Yeah. And you basically have a category like pizza toppings, and then everyone you have to think, yeah. press it, and reset the timer. I thought that was really fun. It was really fun. And shout out to our good friend and listener of the show, Marissa. She kept everything in order. She was like, no, that's not it. No, that doesn't go here. No, nigga, you're out. Like, no, no. And I was like, you know what? You're right. You're right, you're right. But that fun was so that game was so fun that we actually went out and bought one like, yeah. the next day. So yeah. it's it's fun. And I'm like and she was drinking wine. Yeah. So she was able to keep it, you know. Yeah. She's like, You motherfuckers is drunk. <laughs> <laughs> like that does not go here. Um speaking of things that, you know, don't go here, I guess we could just just ease right on into, no pun intended, uh, our entertainment guess what um, section, which, of course, follows our current events. And um, Will Smith, um, it was leaked by a former associate um, that he was caught with his pants down um, getting smashed um, by Dwayne Martin. Right. So- Allegedly. 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 Um, so this is this is interesting because mm-hmm. Dwayne Martin and um, Will Smith have kind of been tied together previously. Yes. Um, although, you know, completely said, hey, we're just friends. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a whole issue with Dwayne Martin and uh, Tisha Campbell, mm-hmm. uh, their breakup. And she kind of pointed fingers like, hey, he's kind of the reason why. <laughs> Without really elaborating further. Um so it's very interesting that this person, his former assistant slash friend, uh, has come forward with this story to yeah. be like, this is what happened. But, I mean, those are also the people who would have knowledge of that type of stuff because yes. they see what goes on behind closed doors. I mean, yeah. it doesn't sound like there was a, a strong NDA so back then. From my understanding, um, the gentleman, he, of course, worked with Will Smith. However, there was um, a deal, a business deal that was supposed to be made surrounding Will Smith's recent book that I think came out in the last couple of years. Um, And the guy wanted a certain amount, a lump sum of money. Will was like, no, I'm not giving you that. I'll give you this instead. So um, Jada was on um, The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club recently. And she said, you know. This is what's really going on. He's scorned because of, you know, a business deal. Um, this isn't true. We sue him. We gonna, we, we gonna sue his motherfucking ass. Um, Because the guy really went into detail about, like, what happened, where it was, how it happened. Like, you know, he painted the picture. Um, and Dwayne Martin, uh, I'll say this. This is the third incident that he has been been in that's linked um that women has said like you know he may or may not have been an issue the very first one was you know he used to work with lisa ray mm-hmm. um and lisa ray said that Dwayne martin and her ex-husband somehow 
had this really strong bond, a really strong friendship that she's no longer friends with Dwayne Martin, but Dwayne is still friends with the ex-husband, even though she introduced him to. So that was like, oh, hold on. And then, of course, we've heard about him and Will forever. Um, And then, you know, uh, with Tisha basically saying, like, I mean, he was the problem. So, um, yeah, I I have my, my thoughts about this but i also kind of feel like it's one of those things where like we're beating a uh, a dead horse because the smiths are they tell us everything and i feel like they are financially stable enough to not really give a fuck so if they told us about an open marriage why wouldn't they tell us about partners or them being bisexual you know like i feel like that doesn't and again i'm not in their shoes but i feel like that doesn't seem like it would be off limits if they are telling us literally everything else about themselves yeah i mean i don't know because they still come from a time where those things weren't discussed neither was open marriages or swinging well, I don't necessarily think they were swinging, but they were in an open marriage. Yeah, I guess you could say an open marriage. I mean, we just now found out that they were separated. Yeah. So that we're just now having these conversations, but there was still a time where this was not considered appropriate by the community or by the society. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm not sure if Will, where he belongs on the spectrum, even I'm not sure where Jada belongs on the spectrum because there's been people who have had conversations about her back in the day. So... Who knows if this is actually true or not, but, you know, it does suck that it comes out from your former assistant, from yeah. someone you considered a friend, especially to someone like Tasha. Is Tasha K? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's already in battle in so many lawsuits and stuff like that uh, with Cardi B. So it's like you're really pushing. You're really pushing it by going on this yeah. specific show. Yeah. But I'm wondering if it's also no one else wanted to take him. Or, you know, like, have the conversation with him. Yeah. And I feel like that's right up Tasha K's alley. Um, let's bring somebody. He can say all of this slanderous stuff. It's going to get you clicks. It's going to get you views. Regardless if it's true or not. Um, and that's the thing that, that kind of sucks because... I mean, when people hear like, oh, he used to work with Will Smith, that you see pictures of them and videos of them. So, you you know, you think, oh, OK, I got to automatically believe it. But I just think it could be one of those things where it's an um, employee that's kind of like scorned. They didn't get what they felt like they deserved. And then let me go ahead and perpetuate this. Um, I guess you can say like. Rumor that everybody has been saying. And, and I wonder why people are so fixated on those two. I think it's just because they're too attractive successful black men you know people continuously want them to be an item wait you're talking about will smith and Dwayne yes. martin yes Dwayne martin but i don't know could it be that people are wanting them to be a couple or could it be that in the appearances that they've had i guess out and about it looks a certain I, way yeah i think a little bit of both. a little bit of both. but i also think that they they don't play into it. I just think they may have like a friendship where it's just like we're comfortable. And and I don't know them. They could very well be doing whatever it is that they do when they, you know, they own yeah. time. But they could also very well just be friends and just enjoy each other's company. And I think we need to until they say, you know, 
hey, this is what it is, right? If they do ever decide to say, you know what? Yes, we are involved or we were involved romantically. Um, but until then, we need to give them the same grace that we kind of wanted, you know, when I shouldn't say we, that some individuals wanted, like when they were going through that process of like them coming out or them having people find out about them. Because as we stated earlier in previous times on this show, it's not an easy thing for someone to do. So if that is the case, like let them do it on their own time. Yeah. But this is all, of course, you know, alleged. Nothing is set in stone. The two parties haven't mentioned it. So, yeah. Yeah, I would definitely say, I mean, you have to allow people, obviously, to go through that journey on their own. Because um, it can be a tough one. Yeah. But as long as you're not harming someone else, I think that's the caveat there that sometimes gets looked over. But with the because I remember you mentioned previously that Will had cheated first on the whole scale of like him and Jada and their kind of open marriage. I think that was a conversation. Did I say that? It might have not been you specifically, but I think we were talking about the red table talk because um there's a whole conversation about how Jada, obviously with August. Mm-hmm. Um but then there was conversation, I guess, surrounding that, that Will had stepped out first, or Will was the first one. So, uh, I wonder where sure. the... I feel like we've talked about them so much. It's, it's so much. Has. It is so much. <laughs> and they, they live a very, um, I don't want to say complicated, but very intricate. Yes. Very intricate life. Yes, um, I agree. Multiple layers. Uh, so like an onion. You you never really know what's gonna pop out next, but it sounds like fun. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like they have a good time. Sounds and like it they sounds like they, they 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 can have a good time whenever they want to. Of course. But I mean you don't really you can have a good time whenever you want with your consenting partner. Yeah. So if they are in agreement about some of the things that have taken place, um who knows, they might have already said, Hey, we're in an open thing way back when when this actually took place. Um, when the assistant found out what he found out, allegedly. But who knows? Um, I would definitely say Tasha K is not the best place to bring your conversation if you're wanting to be seen as legitimate. Especially since I guess he's also trying to push a book out as well. But um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see where this goes from here. Speaking of... Things being revealed. Kiki Palmer. Um, so I want to say this was last week, right? Uh, last week, she came out and um, filing a restraining order against her baby daddy, um, Darius Jackson, um, due to allegations of physical harm and assault. Mm-hmm. And then from there, the floodgates were open. Wide open. Wide open. So there were um, messages from Darius's brother. I think his name's Soros, right? Yes, but I know... I think that's his name? I know, he was known Insecure. Yeah, so he was the uh, the tall guy on Insecure, if you guys know. Um, he looks like the, the tall alien from... Space Jam. Space Jam. Yep. So that one. Um, he came out and basically said Kiki Palmer was vile and disgusting and um, a whole bunch of other stuff. 
manipulative. Uh, so then from there, Kiki's mom, who doesn't really do too many public appearances. And we see why. <laughs> she came out and had a bunch of stuff to say. Yes. Uh, saying, hey, you knew your brother was abusive. Uh, this, this, and that, and a third. And then here comes their mom with Kiki's mom. They're battling through texts. We also have allegations being thrown around, straight bullets yeah. um, for all types of people. So <laughs> Sharon said she would put a bullet in his head, right? She said, yeah, I mean, hey, when you're talking about assaulting someone's child, yes, it's, it's something that, you know, people don't play with. Yeah. Um, and to... To be completely honest, I feel like I know I've been critical of Kiki Palmer in the past, um, but I feel like this is a complete shit show. Um, I feel sorry for her. I feel sorry for the baby that's involved um, because I feel like no man should ever, you know, physically abuse, mentally or verbally abuse um, an individual. Right. But I think it got a little bit messier when her mom kind of went to the Internet to kind of air out their grievances. Um, Because we should have never knew, you know, about that. You you know what I'm saying? Like we because Kiki's at uh, the point in her career where she's not as big as she can be and i feel like a scandal like this can kind of hinder those possibilities for her um but it's also one of those things where i'm kind of torn because when it comes to um abuse we never want those individuals to kind of sit back and be silent right especially a loved one so i feel the mama for saying you know i put a bullet you know in his head because if i'm getting my ass beat and my mama find out about it she better be ready to put a bullet in somebody you know because i'll do the same for her um so it's one of those things where um it's just interesting yeah and it's it's, it seems like every day there's something else that's added on and, and the the mom called him uh you know limp dick you know we that information should have never been leaked how I, how does she know yeah that's what I, and, and you that know is, kiki and her mama is really close so maybe kiki told her but i mean it has to work cuz the baby is here so it has yeah. to you know it has to you know something has to flow some blood has to be rushing down there um you know she talked about him not being able to articulate his words. And that's the reason why he's not getting any acting gigs. Um, And during that part, you kind of faintly hear someone in the background who people are saying was Kiki kind of like laugh at that dig, Um, which I thought it was, you know, petty. Yeah. 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 A little messy. Um, (laughs) And when you uh, so part of the problem with this is that we kind of saw this playing out a little bit as well. So in the beginning, Kiki had the whole issue with Usher, and there was you know he was serenading her at a concert, blah 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 blah. The boyfriend hopped online and was like, "Hey, you better put on some clothes, X Y Z. I can't believe you're doing this with this man." And everyone got got on his ass, and then Kiki even even in that moment was like, "You know, I don't need this." Like. 
I'm Gucci, I'm good. But then kind of went back with him. You're kind of worried about like, well, what happened in that time period, you know, between their own private conversation that she kind of switched where she was going uh, or as far as her opinion about it. Um, Cause she did just, just kind of went quiet after that and was like, yeah. yeah, business as usual. So we would hope that he, you know, obviously didn't try to enforce any, uh, you know, aggression against her because of that, especially with all this news coming out. And then you have, you have Usher, unfortunately, who is getting dragged into this um, situation. So yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. And it's, it's crazy how it's unfolding. And all these people are kind of going back and forth. People you wouldn't normally see in the public eye. And it, it, as you said, it's kind of tarnishing how Kiki is viewed on a wider scale. When yeah. she was just kind of rising up in her star. Yeah. Um. But, I mean, Kiki keeps her back. She it has recently been announced that she's going to co-host the um, Soul Train Awards. And you had some people that was a little skeptical um, about the, you know, timing of everything. And some folks was just saying, you know, she's capitalizing off of it. And um, I mean, is it bad for her to capitalize off of it? No. If it happened? Before we get into that, though, uh-huh. Kiki Ma- Kiki's mama did not have to call Usher gay. Or... The brother gay. It was definitely a little homophobic. Yeah. A little homophobic. um, Because there was a lot of you gay, he gay, she gay, he she be they gay. Your mama raised dick suckers because your brother's a dick sucker. You probably suck dick too. Uh, And then she said, you know. Is that so that it was in a phone call that was released, right? Audio message? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean. Kiki might want to tell her mom to be quiet. Just a little bit. You said what? I said she might want to tell her mom to be quiet. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like her 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 mom is gonna she like had, mess up. Yeah. I feel like but and then you know, I but I also feel like I I want people there to def, to defend them. But I don't want them there to make the situation worse. Right, because this is not defending. Yes. This is not defending. This is a this is making right. This is a full-on attack. Because I went to go see Kiki when she was here. It was number fact. It was number dick sucker in the audience. And so you're using that term in a derogatory like <laughs> manner. When this is who's keeping food in, on, on the table of your child, like we're for the most part, we are backing that train um, and we for the most part was ready to pull up. on right. them when like, we found these, out. These are the people that are supporting Kiki. So yeah. she doesn't have to suck dick. Yeah. <sighs> and Usher just minded his legendary business. And bam, Usher gay. Yeah, Will that. Smith gay allegedly, Usher gay allegedly. Like, I mean, there, obviously there's gays in Hollywood, but this is kind of what everybody's like falling out the closet. Yeah, like this house is not a home. I wonder what's really going on where all this is coming out at once. 
Or do people just not care anymore? Is the illusion of Hollywood not there anymore? So they're like, cat's out the bag. I don't want to answer that. Because I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Like, you don't know. You yeah. don't know. But, um, it's, 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 it's been a rough week. It's definitely been. It's been a rough week. It's definitely been interesting, kind of following this. Um, because I don't has so has the restraining order actually been granted? I'm not sure. Because as far as I know, I, the only thing that happens is publicly there's something in the records that says this person filed a restraining order. Yes, but I don't know if there was one actually granted or not. Um, I know he had to surrender his handgun over mm-hmm. um, things you, like that. This I. Uh, uh, I'm trying to word this correctly, but I feel like you have to be extremely cautious about who you decide to have children with. Because now the baby is caught up in the middle of this, and it's not the baby's fault. But the baby's caught in the middle. Ain't nothing that baby can do. That baby it can't even talk. That baby just shitting all over the place, and they just argue. Yeah. I mean, that, but that's for both sides, honestly. Yeah. Like, whether you're a man, whether you're a um, woman, like, you do have to kind of know. Yeah. Because um, either side can be out of pocket. Yeah. And I, and I think uh, with you saying that, I think there was, like, a voice message or something with Kiki saying, like, she shouldn't have put her hands on him, you know? Um, so it's just like you, we, we don't know the full story. All we do know is that we need to keep our hands to ourselves Yeah, and that our parents shouldn't be saying, we're going to get into this a little later in the show as well, but our parents shouldn't be saying these derogatory terms. We shouldn't be jumping to homophobia. Yeah. Like, why is it so easy? For people to jump to homophobia. Because it, it instantly devalues you as a person, whether you're a man or a woman. Yeah. So if, a, if like if a woman rejects a man, he's very quick to say like, oh, you dyke or something like that. Yeah. Same reason if like a woman gets into a fight with a man. Um, I'm not going to say all women, but there are some women that will take it to that level. Yeah. So, yeah, it's 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 the easiest way to devalue somebody, um, which... For how highly people think of Keely, um, Keely, <laughs> for, how high, for how highly people think of Kiki, mm-hmm. it does suck that, you know, this is coming out. Not to say that she didn't, not to say that, you know, avoidable or whatever, nothing like that, but just right. that, like, her mom is coming out in this way. Because this is some of, like, people are saying this is, like, some of the first time that they're actually seeing yes. her mom. And so, let me. So, for her to be like, fire, 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 and it's like, whoa. Yeah, let me ask you this. Would a gay individual be wrong in taking away how strongly they support or how strongly they were, like, being an activist for Kiki because of the language that her mom used? Like, would they be wrong and say, like, you know what, I'm going to take a step back and let, you know, the cars kind of fall, whatever happens, happens. Would they be wrong for that? I mean, you can't, I would say you can't hold it against Kiki. 
because Kiki and her mom are not the same person. Mm-hmm. So unless Kiki has displayed that behavior, and as you said, a lot of the supporters for Kiki are part of the LGBT umbrella, and she is also a supporter back for them. So unless Kiki actually is someone who shows that she is not to be trusted or doesn't really feel that way, doesn't match her activism or what she says that she believes as far as LGBT, then that's something to have a conversation about. I can't really get mad at Kiki for how her mom is acting, mm-hmm. but I can definitely side eye if she has not checked her mom. That and that that's what I'm kind of uh waiting for, I think. I think I'm waiting for a you know what what would you say? What would she do in that situation? Just hey, I, I wanna thank y'all for the support. I understand that I have fans that's a part of this, you know you know, LGBT, you know, Q umbrella community um, by no, you know, means by no shape or form do I condone that type of, you know, um, conversations, those words. I've spoken to my mom about it and we're, you know, kind of both on the path to correcting those behaviors. You know, something along those lines. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. I've had a conversation with her because you do have to hold people accountable. Like, it is not easy because, you know, they raised you, but in today's day and age, sometimes you have to parent your parents. Sometimes you have to let them know, like, hey, I know you probably didn't mean to offend the masses, but with what you said, that did offend it. And also, I hate that those words are now taken, like, we're taking the focus away from what truly happened, and that's the domestic violence within that relationship, you know? Like, we're taking... We're, we're not focused 100% on that. Because I'll be honest, once I heard her mama say that, I was like, oh, girl, fuck you. Mm. Like, y'all can figure it out. Oh, wow. That's, that, um, that's how you really felt? I Yeah. Because they say the apple don't fall far from the tree. And that's all I'm going to say about that. But have you seen her project some of those who, Kiki? sensibilities? Yeah. No. Okay. Just because I haven't seen it doesn't mean it's not there. Like you said, you don't know what a person is capable of. Even you and me. Like, you know what we're capable of when we're in a high stress. You know, it, and it when it just comes out and you're like, wait. There's been times where I've said some stuff where I was like, hold on. Let me check myself. Oh, yeah. We had that conversation on the podcast. Really? Yeah. I forgot what I forgot what it was, but it was like. Um, you. I was like saying you have to be careful what you say, and you was like, "Well, when you're in the heat of the moment, you just help. oh yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, yes." When we, were, when we were talking about Air Camina when yes. she called "Oh Girl Monkey," and I still stand by that. When you're in the heat of the moment, you never know what what you can say, but that doesn't mean that it's right. As long as you're taking the necessary actions, the necessary steps to kind of like be in a better space with that. Yeah. Um, now I haven't. I mean, we've all, hey, as people, we have to learn what is acceptable and what's not acceptable. So there are going to be times where you've said something that was problematic or said something that was wrong. As long as you were willing to understand the other perspective and be accountable for your actions, I don't feel like it's going to be that much of a hindrance. Yeah. But, I mean, certain things at a certain age, you got to still be like, okay, you should have known Especially when you're talking about speaking to a complete audience. Like, we're talking about millions. 
you're releasing these videos and you're releasing these audios and you're just going off. Like there's, yes, there's a, obviously there's a level of being pissed off, but you have to remember people are going to remember this. This is not just a one moment situation. When we're talking about something being released publicly, people are going to remember that you call that man, you call this man, you call those man gay. Yep. So me, I'm people. I don't remember. So yeah, and there, and I want the mama to to get on there and say what she 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 definitely needs to say something like some type of apology, some type of acknowledgement, something like, "Hey, I went a little left on yeah. that. I was angry. It was in the heat of the moment. It was in the heat of the moment. Um, fuck them, but not fuck y'all. Right? Yeah, yeah. Speaking of the strap and we apparently learned that Kim Kardashian is voted GQ's man of the year. Yes, which is kind of confusing to me. It's definitely interesting um, because that's normally held by, you know, other roles. Um, and as last time I checked, Kim identifies as a woman. Yes, she does. So, I don't know. How do you feel about that? Um, I feel like it was a ploy to sell magazines and to get attention to GQ. Not to say that she isn't worthy. She's definitely, you know, redefining what it is to be normal. She has taken her platform and made it to something where Literally, her whole family is eating based off of it. Um, she, whether we like like it or not, she is, you know, an iconic figure these days. But the man of the year, it just feels like for for what? It is, yeah. I mean, with so many things evolving as far as our understanding of gender... And um, sexuality and what how that represents because you know um, what is that Dylan Mulaney I think appeared in one of those categories um, as well as Caitlyn Jenner for the Woman of the Year so yeah it's it's interesting um, as you said it does feel more of like a marketing thing to yeah. get people to talk about it we're talking about it right now. I mean, Kim has definitely done some amazing things in her life. So, hey, I guess GQ wanted to celebrate her, and this is the way that they wanted to do it. I thought it was going to go to Elon, because, but I feel like he's already been man of the year before. He's, why would he be man of the Only year? Only because, you know, he like he, he turned Twitter into X, and he, and he fucked it up. Been, like, yeah. he fucked it up badly. Yeah, but he's still... I wouldn't consider that man of the year. Okay. Now, Kim, I mean, she's done some amazing... She's, she released Skims, right? Skims for men. So Skim for men. Um, what else has she done? Pretty sure it's a lot, but it's like... <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's kind of the same as, you know, every year, Yeah, I guess. But shout out to her for defying the odds, I guess. I mean... She is one of she's not my favorite of the Kardashian Jenner clan. Um I actually find her 
I love that Northwest always is kind of like getting there together. Mm-hmm. I love that. Northwest should have been person of the year. I feel like she. Did you see the story of Northwest where her mom said she's a scammer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For her lemonade stand. Yeah. That was in the. It's an article. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or um, in the um, the magazine. So I feel like Northwest has a lot of Kanye in her, which I'm so happy about. Um, but I just feel like I'm neither here nor there when it comes to Kim Kardashian. And I think it's because she's reached a level of stardom, of popularity that I kind of feel like, yes, don't get me wrong, I feel like she's a hardworking woman. I feel like she deserves everything that came to her. But I do think that there is some... I just feel like, you know, pretty privileged, <laughs> you know, like that that's the reason why she has what she's has. And there's other people that's doing the same thing that I feel like can get some of that notoriety that's not. Um, but still kudos to her. Shout out to her. She's the first woman to be you know, man of the year. I feel like. If they was going to do that, they could just. Gave it to Beyonce. That's true. Or gave it to Taylor Swift. Like, I, well, I guess there has to be some type of agreement there. And I don't feel like those two would want to be in that category. Same. I feel like this is definitely something that Kim Kardashian would want to do to shake the masses, you know, create dialogue online. Yeah. But I, what I will say is I do like the looks that she gave in the magazine. Um, It's kind of that, like, 80s... Like women in you know, top coats and suits and ties and um, you know shoulder pads. Yeah, and I like she's eating a bag of chips. You know, I'm always for that. <laughs> so I, I, you know, I get it. I get it. It's cute. Um, it was definitely that power suit type of moment, uh, tongue in cheek. So hey, go ahead, man of the year. There's that. <laughs> But um, we'll go ahead and take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. Hey, guys, it's Amir. Thanks for tuning in. You can find Road Dogs podcast episodes and interviews on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify platforms. You can also see our latest updates and when episodes drop on our Twitter and Instagram page. Be sure to tell a friend to follow and support your Road Dogs. Now back to the show. And we are back. Yes, we are back. And we are about to um, just kind of get into our um, Twitter, our online culture, the word is section of our podcast. And I couldn't wait to talk about this viral video that has been going around. So there's a video that has been going around um, Twitter or X, whatever. Yeah. Um, and it is a kid's birthday party in Louisiana. And it, you know, has gone viral. This birthday party, you have several gentlemen um, and their kids who are little boys that's holding um, guns. There's dice on the table. There's like rolled up pretend blunts. There's a rolled up pretend champagne bottle. Um, the kid is listening to 
you know, young boy, never going broke or whatever. Um, the No Smoke song, which I actually do like that song. But um, they're listening to that and they have the guns and they're playing and the dance is just there like this is their one shining moment. Like they're so proud of their kids perpetuating this behavior of being. I don't say a thug. But along those lines. So you saw the video. What what were your thoughts? Uh, I'm, where were they at? In Louisiana. No, like, what is this establishment? It looks like a playhouse type of place. Yeah. I'm like, how did they get the guns in? I think those were toy guns. I hope they were toy guns. I hope so. I, I do. Um, you got the babies playing with money. You know, I just... Mm. You know, freedom of expression. Very true. We all come from different walks of life. Very true. Um, it's not for me. It's not for me. But, you know, if the kids like it. Well, see, that's that's the thing. <sighs> he looked like he couldn't be no more than like, what, like six, seven Right. Yeah. Then you got kids. Um, you know, you got one dad that's kind of like holding the other one. Then you got one that's maybe like three that's sitting there with the toy gun. Um, are those cubic zirconiums? What are, what are all? The, is that? Is that? Di- is that it looks like diamonds. Sorry, I said dice earlier. They're diamonds. <laughs> so it's fake money. It's fake diamonds, fake champagne bottles. You got the balloons in the back that champagne. If you don't get this little nigga some Spider-Man, like some Miles Morales, like give him that. That's what that's what he that's what he wants. I will say, you know, we do sometimes tend to you know, treat our children like grown-ups. And we really shouldn't. Like you said they should be playing some type of Spider-Man game. Going outside, playing with a hula hoop, playing with a shovel, playing with a football. Something other than slanging money, throwing up hand signs, and waving a allegedly toy gun. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where I... There's fathers in the home. Are we sure? But because this could be a one time they, of the year, they, they could be like, "Oh, this nigga showed up for the birthday party." So the fathers are present. I it looks like the that. fathers planned this. Party. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm about to say. Like it looked like like this little boy, he wanted Miles Morales at his birthday party, and here you go getting this nigga uh, uh, fake diamonds, fake money, that you're like coaching him to spread the money apart, show the money. Throw the money in the air. Like, and he has this gun, and he, and it's just like, what, what, what? This is what, the same uh, conversation we have about Boozy. Boozy. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> the same shit we have about that California raisin. Yeah. And what he does to, like... To his kid. And then Blueface, and it's just like... We, we keep seeing... Uh, and and uh, it's like I don't want to tear the brothers down too much because, like I said, it seems as though they're present. 
in their kids' lives. So that's half the battle, right? But then, what are you teaching them? I mean, but that doesn't mean shit. I know, (laughs) I know. And then you have, like, the people who stood by that's watching this behavior. Like, this is like when you grow up in those type of environments, you learn these things, and then you take those and you apply them to the real world. So if you're teaching your kid to be a hustler, if you're teaching your kid to be a drug dealer, if you're teaching teaching your kid to be a gangbanger, I'm sorry to say this, but no, I will not pray for your family when X, Y, and Z happens. No, I will not say free little such and such when X, Y, and Z happens because you stood by and you did nothing. You stood by and you thought it was cute that he was toting a gun and bang, bang, shoot him up. And now that, you know, life imitated art, right? That happens. You want to say, oh, free little such and such. After little such and such, then went out there and, and robbed six or seven stores. Because he, he said it's no smoke. Like, how you ate and you feel like you got ops? Like, how, how, how are you in elementary school and you have ops? Like, you toting a gun around like somebody is really out to get you. The teacher? Did your vocabulary teacher? The gym class? Like, what? I just, I just always, I've always felt like that too. Like I've always felt like if you're, if you're a parent and you are okay with your child exhibiting this type of behavior, you shouldn't be shocked if something along the lines that we, that we know, and I'm not wishing death, I'm not wishing jail i'm not wishing anything on this these kids i'm just speaking in general you can't be shocked if something like that happens because if he continues to grow in that environment he's not going to grow out of it like he's not going to be like oh i'm a gun to and you know uh biologist or i i i want to join you know like no that's like we 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 got to be honest at some point and just be like you know what this is the environment that we stuck him in and so we can't be mad when he falls victim to those things yeah i mean with children and how we raise them it's all about cultivating the right type of space you know if you want your child to Try different foods. You want to, you have to take them out. You have to say, hey, try this, try that, try this, try that. If you want your child to be well read, you got to take them to get a lot of books, take them to the library. You know, you have to put into your child because they do not know. They came onto this earth without knowing anything. It is your job as a parent to help lift them up. Yeah. And this is, this is lifting them up in a very specific direction that is not helpful. Because we know the outcome. And I feel like we need more people that are say like, hey, this is how your child is going to end up. If this is how you raise them, this is how they're going to end up. And here's how we know. Let's take a look at individuals in our neighborhood. But if, if you already are that, if you are the product of that, would you even care? But don't you, wouldn't you want better for your child though? Shouldn't you want better for your child? From the video, it seemed like they just want some more niggas to kick it with. Yeah. And that's what it looked like, right? Like, they was just kicking it with their niggas. Not like growing up, 
Not like this not is my like, eight-year-old. Yeah. And I'm teaching him. There's other way to teach him, like, guns, champagne, liquor, alcohol, money. That doesn't equate to masculinity. Like, there's other things that they could do. Which, I, it would have been great if we saw them with their kids on a, you know, football field. Or taking their kids to exercise. Or taking their kids to do fucking community service. You know, something like, hey... This is our community. It, it, it's, this is what we have. Let's make sure that it's good in whatever way we can. If it's just going up. I remember um, one of my neighbors on our block when I was growing up. He used to make us do that. Whenever the kids was just sitting up outside, okay, let's go up the block. Everybody get a bag, and then we're going to clean up the block. So that way, it was like, it was, you know, it, we didn't stay in, like, the fanciest of fanciest neighborhoods, but it was ours. And so we took care of it. And I don't even think, I don't think I ever told my mama. I don't think I ever told, because it was, like, Saturday morning. So we were just outside kicking it, playing basketball. They're like, hey, come grab these bags. Let's clean up real quick. Since we out here, we might as well clean this up. And then we'll go back to doing what it is that we did. Like, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I don't have a problem with doing community service if it's taking care of my fucking community. Yeah. But, like, me going to in. <sighs> just deep fucking sigh it, it is a very deep sigh because we're talking about so many things that have happened in America recent years where we have been like hey can you not target us can you not do this can you not do that and then it seems like we're just churning out a new generation of you know fuck around yeah Speaking of uh, new generations and of, of fuck arounding, um, there was a another video of a local Newark designer. Um, and the video starts off with this woman with this eloquent like gown. And she is, you know, working, sashaying. She's selling it. And then towards the end of the video, you see her walking up to a casket. And um, at first I was like, oh, my God, I know she did not just do that. But then um, I read a little bit more of the context. And this was one of the final wishes um, of that designer um, was to be honored that way and was to have, you know, uh, a fashion show with his models. Um, and so it was a three-part homegoing um, ceremony. They say that it was beautiful. Um, what are your thoughts about about that? I think it was... So the thing is, I mean, with the internet, things are going to go viral mm-hmm. without context. So initially what came out was, you know, we saw this person walking down the stairs in this elegant dress and headpiece. And then at the end, they arrive at a casket. Of course, people took that ran with it, said, oh, this is so nearly da 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 da. I can't believe them. They're doing the most. Look at our people. Um, turns out it was actually for, as you said, for a fashion designer mm-hmm. and what his final wishes were. This is what he wanted. So, um, yeah, in that context, I thought it was really cool. You know, who says you have, first of all, the whole idea of putting someone in a box and dumping them in the ground is you know it's passe yeah it's been done so many times 
no one even you don't have to do that you don't have to follow along with that if you want to be cremated go ahead and be cremated if you want to be turned into jewelry turn me into jewelry shit like if you want to be dumped into the sea and um you know become fish food hey (laughs) you know you don't have to do things the way that tradition is set for you especially when it comes on to moving on in life yeah if you have a final wish and it doesn't harm anyone um then yeah do that so i i didn't have a problem with it i thought it was really a cool idea it was something he was passionate about when he was alive and he brought out his you know obviously family friends supporters to celebrate him same here like i feel like i've said this before i need i need to wipe write like a living will or something but i've said like i think you said you need the white no no gosh no um minty fresh (laughs) um but i've said like here's what i want for my homegrown ceremony like i want certain things (laughs) white casket white suit pure white royal blue tie Honor my fraternity because that's oh. what I was here for. Yes, honor my fraternity and my colors. Um, there's so there's certain that things. Eighty four years. <laughs> <laughs> so you want you want a white and blue yes. celebration? Okay. Yes, I want a white and blue celebration. Um, but I want, I want cry, motherfuckers. Okay, like. Mourn over me and be as dramatic as possible. Like, will there be like house music in the back? Well, no, no, no. I want to, I don't want anybody, I want everybody to hear each other crying. So that way, when like person B hears person C crying, they're like, damn, that bitch is going all out. She's not going to beat me. Like, I want to see who loved me the most. Outside of my mom, I want, because I want muzzle, put a muzzle on her. I don't want to hear like because I know she's going to cry enough for me. I want to see which one of you bitches really loved me. So, OK, so we all we know there's always a conversation of what song you play at a wedding. Mm-hmm. What song would you want at your funeral? Uh, I don't know. Um, there's a song. Uh, it says uh, when my work on earth is done. And you come to take me home just to know that I'm bound for glory. What's the name of that song? Is it? Oh, it says like famous. It's it's just a church song. And I've, I've always, I've always loved that song. So you want Um, a traditional funeral? That part. Traditional song for the funeral. Okay. But, um, the one song that I want everybody to kind of sing in unison is um, Jesus Loves Me. So now we got to sing. Yes. Yes. This is a lot of demand. It is. And make sure it happens. Make sure it happens. Like, I want that song and I want um, Jesus Loves Me. I want want that to be the song that y'all, when they lower me into the ground, uh... Jesus loves me. I want y'all to. Okay, well, you got to put the playlist in the. I am. Will. I'm gonna make a playlist because you know. I mean, we don't really take too much thought into it, obviously, because there's that mortality issue that a lot of people have. Yeah, like their whole passing, but it happens to everyone. So why not get prepared? Um, yeah, I'm gonna find that song, and uh, I wanted to start at 
whatever 14. What whatever Just don't 14? ask questions. If it if it starts at 11, it has to be 1114. Thank you. So why don't you start at 714 military time? Then we can we can do that if y'all want to. But whatever that, time. That's what you want to do. It's whatever time they decide 14. And I want it to be and if you're not seated by 11:14 once you come in I want the person that's at the door to say he said how could you he said cuz how could you be late cuz bitch is not about you you coming to see me how could you how how could you well it's usually like an hour or so so how could you am i not worth an hour this is the final time you're going to see me I mean, I can visit your plot. How could no see me? <laughs> like see me? Like bitch, I'm dressed in all white. I'm giving, I'm giving you bitches like what y'all want. Like I, I am still getting my final moments here on earth. I'm giving it to y'all, and you late, bitch? How could you? How could you? Yeah, Mm-mm. I think it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah, I'm trying to find that song. Because that's the song. Uh, Hear my prayer. That's okay. the song. Uh, that's the song I want to. I want to play. Okay. As you know, everything is coming to a close. I want everybody to be like, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I, there's that. It's on record. I. Okay. This is what I want. You know, you gotta write. You gotta write it all. I know you do have to write it down. And um, I don't joke about it, but my previous job that I used to work for, they used to do this a lot. They they used to have like um, assist with like living wills and stuff like that, so people can kind of like make those preparations. Because, like you said, it is kind of difficult to think about. Even now, I'm like, oh my god, like I know I'm joking about it, but um, it 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 may happen. Hopefully, later. Rather than sooner, but um, and if you're one of those person, the one of those people who really have wishes for how you want your funeral to go, I mean, definitely something to think about because if you pass on and ain't shit left, yeah, <laughs> you're going in a brown box, just like uh, in a brown suit. Okay, well, but shout out to that designer for doing it his way. Yeah, and I think that was a really good way to honor him. And I'm sure. It- it being a viral sensation that it has become also was like probably filled his heart. Yeah. Well, I mean, not now, but just like in spirit, probably really touched him to see like the amount of people that came out, you know, the models, how beautiful everything looks. So, yeah. Um, I don't know what song I would want to play. Hmm. Would you give a speech? Would you like? Would you want your and my funeral give a speech? or your funeral? I'm sorry. Well, you <laughs> couldn't give. Well, you could. You, you could, could pre-record. You, you could pre-record. I think I do that. You should. Be like, hey, y'all. I'm just fucked up about this as y'all are. Yeah. I think I'm really gonna start it off like that too. That would be, you know, because they, you know, in the movies they always do that. Oh, if you're if you're listening to this, I might have passed on. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> like this bitch would you do that it sounds like fun like a final message because yeah. then you could kind of say because who knows uh, some things could happen in an instant yeah. and you would be like damn like i didn't get to say bye or you know this person you know how people are always talking about i didn't get to say bye to my parents yeah. i didn't get to say bye to this person or 
But so if you are able to record and say like, you know, don't worry. Yeah. I love you. You know, I'm not here. That might give them that that time to move on or might give them that permission to move on instead of holding on to like, I didn't get to speak to them. Yes. You spoke to them yeah. from beyond. You know what? I, I think I might send... Let's get the Caleb. LLC. Right. <laughs> I think I might send you and Caleb a message, but that might scare y'all. But I might send y'all no. a, a text before, like, hey, I'm just sending this just so you, you know, you have it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I want to, well, I don't know if I could play that song. What song? Mm-hmm. The R. Kelly one. I believe I can fly. No. Is that R. Kelly actually? The Every Breath. Mm-hmm. Oh, P. Diddy. Yes. Um, I'll be missing you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Huh. I will play that for you. That's a cute song. Well, let's just, can we promise to just be like in our 90s and just like, okay, girl, uh, we've had enough. <laughs> like, let's just. It'll be episode 5,060. Right. <laughs> <laughs> One of us is like, hey, y'all. So. Bad uh, news. Right, bad news. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro, dog. Speaking of current events. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know he talked slow, but you won't hear his voice anymore. Like, uh. Man. So, speaking of current events. Yes. Um, there was a Georgia lawmaker who, unfortunately, was found inebriated in the street. And... Uh, the paramedics, of course, found her, and um, I think they, I guess they wear, what are those, body cams now? Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know that, but I guess they do wear body cams, and um, she was going through it. She was definitely going through it. Um, unfortunately, she did lose her job, and she plans to sue now. Yes, so Miss Felicia Franklin um, announced that she is filing the suit against the county officials. Um, once they voted unanimously to dismiss her from her position as board of uh, commissioners, uh, vice chair um, over the incident that happened in September. Um, let me tell you about Miss Felicia. She was fucked up. She she was. Um, like, and it was that kind of drunk where you're not even saying words. Yeah. Like, she was just meowing like a cat. She was screaming. And then you could hear the paramedics kept being like, Felicia, Felicia, calm down. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it, it, and it sucks because um, that's a vulnerable moment. You know, you are inebriated. And... Unfortunately, that situation is going to be put online for everyone to see you yeah. at your absolute worst. You know, um, your bundles are lifting. It's you're toppled over on the ground. Her hair looked like it had been through it. It looked like my Halloween costume. It really did. It really did. Um, but all seriousness, I am really sad that she lost her job over this because I feel like they deserve to have a good time, too. Well, so that was the thing I was kind of um, talking about with my partner was um, 
do you when you go out as a lawmaker or a public official do they not normally have people that are with them someone um that checks up on them makes sure that they go out and get back home when they should stuff like that because the way that she was they found her on the ground like which is wild i can't imagine being in a political you know status like that and i'm laying on the ground in the middle of the street. Well, not in the middle of the street, but it looks like in front of an establishment. Mm-hmm. Drunk as hell, the ground was wet, so I don't know if she was sweating, if she peed, what possibly happened there. But, um... She don't know either. Yeah, and that's the thing, like... And that really does suck, because I would hope that, you know, you have... I won't say Secret Service, but, like... This a, assistant. Where's the assistant? Yeah. Somebody there, and she did say that it was possible... That she might have been, um... Drugged? Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, there's a possibility with the way that she looked. Um, but there was also the tox... Ah, I always have a bad word. Toxology. Toxology. Toxology report. And they said that they didn't find anything in her system. So, yeah. Maybe it was edible. Maybe. It could have been... Um, it could knock you out. Um, she probably could have stayed home if that was the case. If she was gonna, you know, take one for the team. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I just feel like you know, I understand people have these positions, um, but we're human, and sometimes we need to be able to let our hair down. Now, not let your hair down, take your wig cap off, place it on the, you know, the fire hydrant type of, of fun. Because I, I, I'm really not an advocate of being, like, pissy drunk. Like, I like it when my friends get a little toasted. But I don't like it when, like, bitch, I have to carry you out the club. Or I have to assist helping you walk. Or, you know, like... Bitch, you pissed on yourself. You know, those type of things, I, I, I don't. I can't deal with that because you grown. You should have knew when to say when. And, and, and drinking liquor ain't that much fun. Getting drunk ain't that much fun. But I still feel like we are entitled to that. And these people, you know, with these city official positions that work for, like, these government jobs, they have stressful things that they go through. Not saying that everybody else doesn't, but, you know, I mean... There's a lens on there's there was probably plenty of people that night that was fucked up drunk on the yeah. street, you know. Their names and their, you know, videos isn't plastered on out there. They didn't lose their jobs just because of that. So it's, I don't think it's fair that she lost hers. But homegirl was fucked up. Well, no, because some um, depending on your job, they could definitely have a public indecency policy. Sure. Sure. So unfortunately, if you do get too inebriated in public, they can let you go because you are representative. Yeah. Unfortunately, of that company. Um, I mean, but it is, does suck because, you know, I don't know her actual politics. Uh, so, I mean, if we're being honest, I know Georgia definitely has a lot of interesting people mm-hmm. um, who have positions that they may not, they should not mm-hmm. have. Mm-hmm. So I can't really yeah. say about her specifically, but I just know in general, Atlanta specifically that's why I say we could have let our our good sister (laughs) that sleep that on off call it let's call a friend get you home she should have stayed I think she should have stayed at a house party type of deal and you would have started past all I mean the ambulance might have still been called 
but at least you would have somebody else there to vouch for you. Like for you to be out on the sidewalk, nobody else there, just you, drunk as hell. That's not a good look. Have you ever been that drunk? Uh, no. Wait, publicly? Yeah. No. Really? Yeah. Like on the ground? Well, I mean, you held your balance a little bit. You was wobbling. I've never been on the ground in public. No, not on the ground. Never. But almost. Yeah, I, I made it. Barely. There we go. That's all that counts. I think once you once you are on the ground, and I'm we've I'm we've been out and seen people fall to the ground and stay there for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when it's time to hang it up. Yeah. And it might be hanging back for a little bit. Yeah. Just the just to retire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um seems like if your name is Kiki, you are you know a popular person on this show. Um this time we're gonna talk about Miss Kiki Wyatt, who is most famously known for um doing that one run. She's a singer, of course. A very talented singer. I'll give her that. Um, she's also extremely entertaining as well. So she has a new reality TV show on WeTV. Um, it's called Kiki Wyatt's World. Um, and this past episode, it showed and shed light into one of the family dynamics that you know she's currently having. Kiki Wyatt has about 36 kids. Um, kind of over under. I may be exaggerating just a little. I may be off by two or three. Right. Um, but one of um, her son, one of her children, which is her son, um, he is gay and him and his grandma grandmother are no longer getting along because um, the grandmother's basically said the F word. She, you know, called him a fag. Um and during this episode, it was really awkward. He walked in, he walked past, he said hello to Kiki. And Kiki said, say hello to your grandmama. He was like, hmm. like, bitch, no, I'm standing on business. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'll come over there and, you know, I'll do it. He was like, please do. Like, you can do all of that. You can throw me off of a cliff um, before I speak to her. Um, and it sucks because... Apparently, they used to have uh, a really good relationship, but couple, uh, there was a trip that took place, a family trip that took place. She said a lot of homophobic slurs and a lot of racial slurs, and she's a white woman. Their Kiki Wyatt is biracial, and they're, of course, her kids are biracial. Um, how do you think you would have handled that situation if you were in that position um, as... A mother or as like a parental figure um what what would i do if a parental figure said that to me hmm? is that what you're asking what would i do if a parental figure said that to me yeah um i would definitely distance myself mm-hmm I would definitely distance myself. It depends on how long I've had a relationship or how strong that relationship is. If it's not that strong, then I would probably confront them. Um, but knowing me as well, not always wanting to be confrontational, it might just be a distance. Yeah. And I think, you know... And it seems like what he has done, 
he did distance himself, but the grandma also seems like she is a little confrontational. Yeah, she's not remorseful. Um, she said it uh, allegedly to the uncle, um, his uncle. Um, and so he is kind of like... So I guess the uncle is... also the grandma has... I don't know if it's Kiki Watts or the grandma. One of the two, they have gay sons. The... Both. Yeah. So Kiki Watts' brother, who is... The grandma's son. The uncle. Yeah, and his uncle. They, they're gay. And then Kiki Wai's son is gay as well. Um, This is really interesting because I felt like Kiki Wai is extremely... She always voices her opinion. But for this one, she kind of like took a step back. Um, and kind of let them to kind of argue it out. And he was saying, you know, she's saying like, I rebuke you devil for taking over, you know, this man's body and blah, blah, blah. And he's saying like, I'm never, if you can't be real and just can't say it like to our faces, like say it to the cameras, like what you say, like, let's not pretend like, so he's like, let's, we not fake, we not faking the funk here. Like I don't fuck with her. I'm not speaking to her. Fuck if these cameras are here or not. Um, and I, I fuck with that. Um, But it's it was it was an interesting dynamic. It was something that um I experienced and I felt with the a grandparents way, not with the grandparents. No, my grandparents loved me. But it was with um a certain individual within my family. I was there, I was at their home, I was getting ready to leave, and I walked out of the room. I noticed I forgot something and I was coming back. And when I came back, they said he's more and more of a fag every time he comes. And I was like, okay. Like, hmm. All right. How do like how do I wanna handle this? And so when that happened, I didn't go home for like maybe two to three years. Because I just felt like I don't want to disrespect these people because I grew up with them. I love them. But then they don't respect me. So they shouldn't get like my time, my energy, my effort. And so I felt what he was saying like, "Mm, no, I'm not going to be fake with you. And even to this day, like when I see them, it's very much like a general hello. Like, Mm -hmm. hey, how are you? It's good to see you. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, real cut, real, like, you want to go over such and such? I mean, sure. You know, like, but I'll chill by myself. Like, you don't really need to be around. And and I kind of touched on this before. Like, when you're younger, I feel like you're supposed to be protected. Like, supposed to be shielded. And when you don't get that, it kind of creates, like, this, like, layer. Like, okay, fuck all this type deal. It makes you harden. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's how I kind of feel like, y'all, okay, y'all was calling me gay. Now that I am gay, what else can you say about me? You know, like, what what else What else is there to say? Um, and so I, I kind of did have a, like, elitist attitude. Because I'm like, yeah, I'm gay and I'm doing better than you. You know? <laughs> it, oh, yeah. It's terrible that I felt that way. But I felt like, yeah, you can call me gay, but I can call you illiterate. Or I can call you, like, I can say, like, hey, if you don't have... Uh, you know, a degree, 
you can't talk to me. Ooh, if the, you've never been... The gays and the degree. Yes, you know, like, I could really flex on you, like, if you if you have never, if you never been on honor roll a day in your life, you can't talk to me. But what, if, so what happens when you guys start going back and forth? See, that's why I stayed away, because I didn't want to go back and forth. Because they'll be like, oh, you'll be like, oh, you know, if you never had a degree, da da da. And they'll be like, well, yeah. if you never had walls, and da 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 da. You know. And oh, they can say that to me. <laughs> they can't say, not that. They can't say that to me. But, you know, I could, you know, I, I, I know me. Oh. And I know, you know me. And I, and you, we know how you you will you my will get mouth active. can get mm-hmm. yeah and so I was like just out of the respect for like how I view these individuals in the past I don't say anything and I only told one person I told my big sister and my big sister was pissed that I didn't say something right then and there but I felt like she has always she has always been my protector. So I didn't want to put her in that uncomfortable situation. And I kind of was like, mm, oh, I'm, I'm doing better. I'm better off anyways. So I kind of felt like, okay, whatever. I ain't even going to feed into it. But I, so I, I feel him and, and I hurt uh, for him because he said like, you know, we used to have this really tight relationship until this happened. And I felt like I was exposed to who this person truly is. So. Yeah. That's up. I think, so I think in my family, it was, you know, just sprinkled here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this generation kind of kicked it up. They was like, ooh, what's going on? What's in the water? Yeah. But um, I think with a lot of, especially with my older cousin who passed away, um, there was that kind of, like I said, distancing. Mm-hmm. Um. From not feeling, not really not accepted, but not feeling like you really fit in because of your sexuality or XYZ. So I think a lot of the families saw that over time. So it's become more accepting because you don't want to see like a family member that you may have grown up with as they continually grow to just pull away um, because of whatever they may be going through because they're still family. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of people see, like, how comments or how things, how conflicts, something small that they're not even really thinking about, something they could say offhand, and it could completely change your perspective, not only of how you view that person, but how you view yourself. It's funny you said that, because I was talking to Caleb earlier today, and... I told him that I had got into it. Like, I was I was going through puberty. I was kind of feeling myself, you know, like... And one of the family members was like, Janelle just going through his period. Uh-oh, he, he on his period, blah, blah, blah. And I remember that individual standing around their friends and their friends laughing. And I knew what he was saying, but not saying. And I kind of felt like, ain't nobody going to say nothing. Like, you know, like, those were, like, the little moments where I felt like we should have been a little bit more protected. So, I, like, what you just said, like, I am completely there. Like, like bitch, you, you hear little stuff and you want to say something, but you like, you know what? Fuck it. I ain't even, you know, it ain't even worth it. And that's kind of how I'll be feeling. You know, like, they ain't even worth it. I shouldn't feel like that, but I definitely do. And a lot of times the... Well, 
this new generation they like to fight and bite. But a lot of times, um, <laughs> the the especially older generation, the the person who is who is LGBT or along that you know spectrum, usually is not the one that want to scrap. You yeah. know, so they're not going to be as confrontational at that young age to get up and say something or you know challenge an adult like might happen now. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I'm always kind of like interested in. People who um, kind of have that story of, I shouldn't say interested because that made it seem like I'm insensitive to their situation. But when they have to like move away from home when they're younger because like their family didn't understand them. I didn't have that experience. Like I felt like I felt love. I just at times didn't feel protected. And that's a complete different, you know, two different feelings. So I'm always interested in hearing people that who like found their way into like the gay houses and stuff because they felt accepted and loved there. So I always get that. But it, it it is a different generation. And I feel like this generation here, bitch, they don't give a fuck. Yeah. They gonna say whatever the fuck they want to. And like, bitch, no, you wrong. I don't give a fuck if you 103 years old. You need to change your way of thinking. Like, just because you're older doesn't mean you're right. Um, And I feel like we, our generation was kind of like right in between. Like we have that sense of self. But then we also have that sense of, like, the respect. We were we were sassy, but we were also very much honor your parents, honor your grandparents, yeah. honor your aunts, uncles. Yeah. Now it's you know Thanksgiving clapbacks. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you know if, <laughs> if auntie's like, when you gonna get a man? <laughs> they like, like bitch, I'm, I'm taking yours. <laughs> when you gonna get that upper lip <laughs> cleaned up? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so they they're quick to. Quick to say something. Yeah. So, yeah. It's it's definitely interesting how times have changed and what we have allowed ourselves to go through and what this new generation is not allowing. So, hey, he snapped back at the grandma and was like, no, I'm not. This is on period. Say what you said right. back then because you said it. Stand on it. Stand on it 100%. Let's talk about it. Speaking of barely being able to stand on something, there was a recent viral video <laughs> that showed a grandfather and I want to say his grandniece, right? I think that's how that works. I think so. Um, they were out in a golf cart driving around and she was driving, you know, captain driving a boat. And uh, apparently this is also the first time that she's driving. Mm-hmm. So the grandfather is the one who's recording. He's, um, you know, making fun, joking, zooming in and out of the camera, all that stuff. And <laughs> they approach a turn. And he says, hey, baby, you want to um, you want to slow down because we're getting close on this turn. <laughs> and they hit that corner and <laughs> she... She goes flying out the car. Yeah. She goes flying and she screams too. So yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and let me say this now, while it's funny, those are the type of memories that stay with you forever. Like it's dangerous. Yes. But those are the type of memories that stay with you forever. Because it's just like, why was he crazy enough to let me do this? 
And why was I like, bitch, why wouldn't the laws of physics tell me to just slow the fuck down a little bit while I'm about to hit this corner? Because she was on two wheels turning that corner. She. <laughs> the, the, the part that got me was the scream when she flew out the car, out the golf cart. And then the, in the background at the end, you can hear her crying just a little bit. Do you have a story similar to that? Like. With a family member who let you do something just kind of like outrageous, and um, I guess you could say so. We we had gone somewhere out back, and we were on ATVs, and <laughs> I was on the ATV with my brother, and of course I was, you know, being wild, mm-hmm. being my true Gemini self, you know, trying to. Ran up the, the side of the trail and all that other type of stuff. And um, <laughs> we tumbled over. Bitch. Ugh. It was uh, it was one of the things that they had to, like, stop the whole tour that we were doing. and To help y'all. Uh-huh, to help us flip it back over and all that stuff. I think I had to um, get on somebody else's ATV in the back. <laughs> I was no longer allowed to drive. I remember when I was younger, um, my sister and my cousin, um, we were at a laundromat and there was uh, like liquid coming out of one of the, um, the you know, washing machines. And my cousin, Trice, she was like, oh, John boy, you should slip and fall. We can get some money. And bitch, before you knew it, I slipped and I fell. Like, I just went right along with it. And they looked at me like, what the fuck are you doing down there? Like, what is wrong with you? And I was just like, well, y'all told me, like, y'all told me to. And I was at age, I think I was like maybe 12, 13. Like, bitch, I knew better. But I'm a city girl. I wanted the money. And bitch, they was like, well, now you got to come in too. I'm like, God damn, I'm, I'm wet. <laughs> I'm sitting here I'm in this laundry man in the middle of the goddamn aisle, just laid out, like, just crazy. And I don't know why, but, like, I felt free. I felt safe around them. And they told me to do it. So I'm like, maybe we can get some money out of this. I mean, did you get? No, uh, bitch. Well, never mind. <laughs> maybe. Okay. <laughs> maybe. But it wasn't. What we wanted, exactly. it wasn't what I thought. Like, bitch, I thought I was going to be living the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. You know, the prince, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Not you rolling to school in Monte Carlo. Late. Like, bitch, <laughs> I really went. She was like, oh, you should, you should slip and fall, John Boy. And I literally went and I slipped, bitch, slip and slide record. And that's that. No, yeah. Maybe I should take that. Maybe we shouldn't air that. No, the statute of limitation is gone. I think so. I think, I don't think they'll look you up. They bet not. Yeah. Uh, but I'm healed. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, um, Jesus. Yeah. We're, um, you we're going to listen to the Road Dogs podcast. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> no. They may be like, bitch, baby back. But yeah, so we are going to uh, close out today's episode. I feel like we talked about a lot. We did. A whole lot. There was a lot of stuff going on. All over the place. It was all over the place. It never stops. Never. It seems like it's ramping up. I don't know if people are trying to get all their craziness. You changed it. I changed it. Yeah. Remember I said last week that I was like, we it ain't going to be nothing to talk about over the holidays. Bitch, fooled me. 
Yeah, so, I mean, we have Kiki Palmer going on. Hopefully that wraps up. Fingers crossed. Maybe, maybe not. You know, and then it's just, yeah, it's a lot going on. We got the Will Smith um, expose, which, I mean, if I feel like if he didn't respond to it, it probably could have went away. But since they did respond, it would be a you, topic. Like, I, because this is somebody that they trust. So I feel like if, because people are more liable to believe somebody that's within the inner circle. So when that's when it hurts a little bit more. Like, no, I have to say something because, bitch, I was just with you months ago. Like, we fell out and now you trying to, like, just throw me all under the bus. Well, but the whole same thing. But then, hold on. Let me, let me just say something. Because if it was true... Now I'm looking at him a little funny because you said you stood there and you watched and he was getting his shit smashed. So, bitch, what's your tea? You you mad because you they didn't invite you? If this magic thing happened. Yeah, like, bitch, he mad that he wasn't, you know, in the number. He wasn't a part of the show. Right. That's, see, it's always... It's always that's, that's usually how it is, you know. Uh, what is it called? Jilted, uh, jilted... I don't know anything about being jilted. Not a jilted lover because he wasn't loved. But, um, well, I'm saying, I mean, obviously Will Smith was, like, allegedly was taking the grunt. And so you can follow us on Instagram at Real Dogs Podcast and Twitter, Real Dogs Pod. Um, And they can also follow us where else on there? Oh, on our. You can also subscribe to the podcast platform. So we have Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. If you set up notifications, you'll be notified as soon as episodes drop. Yes. So we thank you for being with us on this amazing journey um, as we talk about everyday life. Um, We're so blessed to have you as our listeners. Yes, we're so blessed to have you as our listener yes <laughs> we're so thankful for y'all we, we really are um i want to do a live show oh do you i do want to do a live show okay maybe we can talk about that off camera why not off the mic well we can't we can't have the people participate if we do a live show i have to yeah oh we could do a live show we could do a live show we should do one next week okay no we can't do one next week next well, we could. Um, no, you're gonna be out of town. No, I'm I'm gone this weekend, and I'm going next weekend. Nah. Maybe we'll have a live show in December. Right? Maybe that'd be their Christmas gift. There you go. Get your panties wet <sighs> to throw them. I don't want wet panties thrown at me. I'll bring some. I don't want them either. Not for you, for the audience. But why do you want to throw panties at the audience? Is that not like a tradition of a live show? I don't think so. You what show have you been on? Oh, you haven't watched many TED Talks, I've heard. No, they don't do that at TED Talks. Yes, they do. They throw titties, I mean, panties at TED Talks. <laughs> Stephen Hawking's like, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Oh my God. <laughs> and we will see y'all next week. Bye.